0: And welcome to another Ziegler Inspire podcast. My name is Blake Lindsay. You are going to enjoy listening to this excerpt from Zig's popular audio series, Courtship After Marriage. I'm glad you're here to hear Zig tell some funny stories while reminding us that it is possible to have an exciting, rewarding, and satisfying marriage but that it does take work. I certainly do agree with people who tell me I'm a newlywed because I've only been married about four years. But from Zig's experience of being married 60 years, he shares with us the wisdom that comes with all that practice. Let's listen today to what Zig has to say.
1: I'm a foodie and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table. And then I like tasting them and learning the nuances of what creates the most significant tastes
0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
2: Maybe the greatest story on optimism I've ever heard was this lady who was in a retirement home. And one day, uh, another gentleman joined uh, the home. And as luck would have it, uh, they were seated directly across the table for the first meal. And after a few moments, he became conscious of the fact that she was looking at him. Not only was she looking at him, I mean she was staring at him. She had zeroed in on him like crazy. As a matter of fact, it was so obvious that he became very uncomfortable about it. And finally, he said, ma'am, said I don't understand. He said, I'm, I'm getting the feeling that you are staring directly at me. And she said, I am. And he said, well, why are you staring at me? She said, I'm just amazed. He said, amazed at what? She said, I'm amazed that you look exactly like my third husband. I mean, the color of your eyes, your hair, your mannerisms, your speech, all of it is exactly like my third husband. And he said, your third husband? She said, he said, uh, how many times have you been married? She said, Twice. Now, that's the kind of optimism that, uh, uh, that I get enthusiastic about. You bet you I do. Now, let me also say that for those of you who have lost a mate, either through death or divorce, some of this will be painful because I'm going to tell you up front, we're going to get a little mushy on parts of this. We really are. Once... I met an individual, I was on a plane as a matter of fact, I couldn't help but notice he had his wedding band on the index finger of his left hand. And so I commented on it, I said, friend, you got your wedding band on the wrong finger. And he said, yeah, married the wrong woman. (laughs) Now, you know, I don't know if he married the wrong woman or not, but this I do know A lot of people have got a lot of wrong ideas about what marriage is and what it takes not only to make it a successful, enduring one, but a happy and exciting one. Two things I would like to say. First of all, you and I will not agree on everything I say. The odds are long that you would be 100% in agreement with me. Now, on those little areas where we disagree, and it'd probably be no more than 2%, I urge you to put that aside and concentrate on the things that you do agree with. In other words, don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. Retain that which is good and put aside that which is not so good, or in your opinion, it's not so good. Obviously, in my opinion, everything I say is going to be good, or else I would not be saying it. The second point I want to make is, if you picked up one portion of this recording, you would believe, or these recordings, you would believe I was into husband bashing. If you were to pick up another one of the recordings, you might say that I am a male chauvinist, that I'm sexist. But I honestly believe that if you will stay with me from the beginning to the end, from the first to the last recording, you will realize that basically I am neither a husband basher nor a sexist. What I'm trying to do is bring husband and wife together help them to form the team, enjoy their relationship, face their responsibilities, and take the appropriate action to make that marriage the happy, exciting place that it can and should be. First of all, I also want to emphasize the point, most of this is a sales talk on marriage. I am just flat sold on the idea. I'm so reminded of an incident that took place when I was uh, in Richmond, Virginia one night. Since this involves my wife, this little story does, let me kind of lay the ground rules. When I talk about my wife, I always call her the redhead. Uh, She's a decided redhead, meaning simply that one day she just decided that she is going to be a redhead. So when I refer to her, it's always the redhead. Now, for the benefit of those who might think she doesn't like it, let me assure you, she loves for me to call her the redhead, otherwise I would not call her the redhead. Now, when I'm talking to her, it's Sugar Baby, and her name is Jean. Every once in a while, I might call her Sweetheart, and if I ever call her Jean, then uh, her eyes really lift up because she knows maybe we got something we need to talk about. Well, anyhow, I was in Richmond, Virginia. It was about 11.30 one night. I was kind of tired. I'd been traveling for uh, several hours. I checked in, walked over to the elevator, was awaiting uh, the arrival of the elevator and a lady also traveling checked in and came over And she was loaded down with about four bags well she also looked tired and uh, i gently spoke to her and uh, she almost didn't speak back but she did acknowledge that i was in existence and then uh, as we waited for the elevator suddenly it arose from the basement a gung-ho, highly motivated, very enthusiastic young bellman stepped out of the elevator, saw the latest bags, he quickly grabbed them, put them in the elevator, and then looked around and looked up at me. And when he saw my face, he said, "Zig, Ziegler!" Man alive, am I glad to see you. Boy, you're the greatest in the whole world. You're my hero, man. Let me help you there with your bag. I mean, I have never in my lifetime been greeted with such enthusiasm. And uh, when he got in and the elevator door was closed, you know, the lady uh, very coolly asked, what on earth do you do? And uh, the bellman uh, delayed about one-tenth of a second, said, He writes books and makes speeches. He is the greatest in the whole world. I mean, he changed my life. I mean, he is the greatest. He is the best. I'll tell you, I've never experienced anything like it. The lady very coolly then uh, looked at me and said, And to what do you owe your remarkable success? There was another delay of about one-tenth of a second, and he said, the redhead! <laughs> <laughs> now, when I speak in the business world, I often use phrases like, if you want to be a winner that you were born to be, you got to plan to win, you've got to prepare to win, and you've got to expect to win. When I address athletic teams, I point out, uh, for example, that in the National Football League, in the last two minutes of the half and the last two minutes of the game, four minutes of playing time out of the 60, they score in the National Football League a little over 20% of all of the points. Now, that's scoring three times as fast as they do any other time. And the reason they do that is because they plan to score, they prepare to score, and they expect to score. So in this series I'm simply going to take a page from that same presentation and say if you want your marriage to be the winner that it is supposed to be then you've got a plan for that marriage to win. You've got to prepare for that marriage to win. And if you plan and if you prepare then you can fully expect it to be the winner you hoped it was going to be when you said I do. You remember that beautiful day. I'll put a lot of emphasis on the fact that it's the little things that will make a difference in your marriage. You know, fellas, you call your wife a kitten, she'll love you. Call her a cat, you got an altogether different situation. <laughs> Tell her she has a vision, you score all kind of points. Call her a sight, and you're in trouble. <laughs> It is one thing to tell your wife she looks like the first day of spring. It's something else to tell her that she looks like the last day of a long, hard winter. It's the (laughs) little things that make a big difference. And it's the little things in the relationship that will make a big difference. For example, uh, my daughter does a little something, which I think is really neat the way she does her husband. When she's pressing his handkerchief, she always puts a little of her perfume on it. Then during the day, you know, he occasionally has little allergy problems or a cold. So when he gets that hangs of out, you, you think he's thinking about his cold or does he suddenly start thinking about that beautiful lady he's got back home? It's the little things that make a big difference. When he comes in in the evening, uh, she's been resting with the children all day. First thing he does is gives their youngest one, who's a special child, he takes her and gives her that bath. That's a little thing he does, wonderful for her. wonderful for wife, more wonderful for the child, the little things do make a difference. Yes, I'm optimistic and I want to share with you the difference between positive thinking and positive believing as it relates to this. See, positive thinking is an optimistic hope, not necessarily based on any facts that the relationship, the marriage is going to be okay. I've seen positive thinking make marriages better. But positive believing is the same optimistic hope, but this time based on a series of procedures and principles, which if you follow will give you every reason to believe that yes, that marriage is going to be even better. You have procedures and techniques, and I want to emphasize something. I will talk about a lot of procedures. I'll talk about techniques a great deal. But the important thing that we'll be talking about is philosophy and principle because you can follow all of the little things to do, all of the techniques, all of the procedures, but unless you have the right principles and the right philosophy, then you're simply going to be attempting to manipulate your mate, and that's not what you build a marriage on.
0: Please take a moment and call someone right now who is special to you and tell them you love them. If you would like to hear more from this particular program, you can go to Ziegler.com and purchase the entire six CD series. Remember to live life to your fullest. I'm Blake Lindsay, and I'll be back next week with another inspiring podcast at Ziegler.com. Inspiring true performance.